2: Hi everyone I just wanted to thank you for uh, voting for us in the parkies which is of course the awards for media that mention parks we were runners-up in the podcast category which was won by the podcast park hate uh, where uh, in each episode they go to a park and uh, criticize it and its users anyway Uh, Thank you again for your votes. We were runners-up, and uh, I really uh, appreciate your time uh, voting. Now, on with the show. Right, I'm here for a park date introduction in a location which is slightly more glamorous than a park... In East London it's Griffith Park in Los Angeles which feels more like a national park really uh, because there are mountains but you know you're not in the mountains because what can I see in front of me the Hollywood sign or as uh, Bojack Horseman fans will always know it's the Hollywood sign um, Griffith Park stretches across the Hollywood Hills and in the other direction, I can see LA spread out in front of me. Um, But the introduction that I'm recording now is not for an LA episode. It's for one that I did back in Sydney. And that episode was with an amazing woman called Therese Spruin. Uh, Me and Therese met in Bronte and we talked about swimming and about her amazing family history and uh, we found some really really fascinating links to the park that we recorded the episode in bronte park which overlooks the pacific ocean in eastern suburbs of sydney uh i really want to thank therese if you're listening therese thank you so much for uh being in my episode um, and talking to me in Australia. It was fantastic. If you want to check out stuff that Therese has done, you should read The Memory Pool, which is her great book. And she also contributed to The Women's Pool, which was a follow-up about um, very famous pool uh, which only allows women and children in Inkuji. So here we go with this episode from Sydney. And remember, as always, give us a rating, and check out our socials, and why don't you get in touch with me, and tell me your favourite parks, and tell me where you think we should record an episode next, and uh, where should we go, what should I do? That's it, I'm signing off from LA, enjoy the Sydney episode. Welcome to Bronte, which is a beautiful seaside resort um, on the eastern edge of, of Sydney. Um, we've got the Bronte Park on one side and the beach on the other and the sun going down and waves crashing, surfers. Very, very beautiful scene. And I'm here with Therese Spruin. We were just talking about the Irish The Irish um, history of your name, weren't we, Therese? Yes, we were, Chris, yeah. A little bit of an Irish... uh, got Irish ancestry.
1: Yes, on both sides. But if you... In Ireland, if you mention our surname Spruan, they go, that's not an Irish name, you know. (laughs) But it is. So, uh, just not very common. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A rare rare diamond. Yes. Um, And we're here because, well, I think I... I, got, I can't remember who, how we got in touch with each other but I think it was because of your book The Memory Pool Yes, yes. which I really really enjoyed um, if, if you've not read it you should do uh, it's um, stories of swimming and pools in Australia and we're both uh, Therese and I are both fans of swimming fans yes. of pools and yes. this is really the country where swimming is so important to, to the culture isn't it Aussies love a swim and Everyone grows up with uh, a pool, don't they, here, Therese? It's part of, part of yeah. everyone's upbringing.
1: Well, I think, um, yeah, most do. There are some that miss out somehow. Yeah. They don't. But, um, yeah, I think we've got many more pools than most yeah. other countries. And um, lots of, um, you know, the ocean pools are really special. Yeah. And I grew up on um, swimming at a harbour pool yeah. on the north side of Sydney. Um yeah. So it was um, salt water um, and tidal um, set in amongst the bush. Um,
2: Which one was that?
1: Northbridge Bath. So it's only about seven kilometres from the city, but when you, you come, it's sort of down in a gully, and then you come out there and you're surrounded by um, engulf, um Well, actually, I think at, at quite a lot of the ocean pools, the... The structures around them were destroyed, or mm. you know, seats that were bolted to the ground were were, were moved. Um So I think a lot of them are actually having a bit of maintenance, and yeah, I, th- I think they do clean it once a week. But this looks like a really serious clean there. It's a bit doing clean, it isn't it? They, they're yes. giving
2: it the, the full uh, pressure wash yes uh, treatment down there. But yeah, bro- this pool at Bronte is honestly one of my one of my favourites. There's something about the way it kind of sits below the cliffs and you've got the the yes. waves kind of coming over the side and yes. the beach curving around it's very beautiful isn't it it is
1: i um i came down here in summer when it was a sunny morning and um at sunrise and there's this i mean it was extraordinarily beautiful pink and, and orange sky and but there's groups of people that swim there we met a woman who swims there at 4.15 every morning. Every day. Yeah, so that she can do her laps. It um, does seem very early to get up. It but is, isn't it? um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's lots of characters that, you know, hang around. There's a group of guys that sit outside the men's change room and there's a sun trap there. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, you can see those guys over there, some old, yeah, old timers uh, just sat topless. Yes, yeah, yeah. Drinking in the sun, last yes, of the evening sun. yes. Very... I once
1: asked them about skin cancer. They didn't want to know about it. You know? So, <laughs> um, yeah,
2: they don't bother about that. And yeah. I think since the since the last time I came, that one of the new additions to the pool here, we you can just see from 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 where we're standing here, they've got these beautiful posters yes. of some women who I was very interested in, and I wrote about in my my pool book. And now yes. they've got a memorial. This the memorial to Fanny. Durack, yes. Evelyn Willier. Yeah. And um, is it... May-
1: Me- Mina Wiley. Mina
2: Wiley. Well, I, I'm not yeah. sure if they
1: say... Uh, her real name's Wilhelmina.
2: Wilhelmina Wiley, Wiley, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, the daughter of Henry Wiley, who um, carved Wiley's baths just yeah. around... Down in Coogee. Yeah. yeah. Um, carved it out of the rock face there. Yeah. So she was... Uh, Mina Wiley and Fanny okay. Durak competed in the equivalent of the 100 meters freestyle at the 1912 stockholm games olympic games and fanny came first and mina came second yeah and i think that were the first that was the first swimming event for women or something like that
2: yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're right they were yeah. really they were really trailblazing yes um, back, back in the day it's, it's incredible isn't it i don't think it was um of seen as a thing that ladies should do obviously ridiculous now thinking yes. about it but they were saying well we want to go and swim and they, yeah. they did it and they competed for australia and
1: yeah well did they very i well, think they, they trained at the women's bars the which is near wiley's yeah. at um at Coogee, which is just um women only it always has been yeah. yeah and then but actually interestingly enough the, my local pool in Petersham, in the inner west of Sydney, just a chlorine pool, is called the Fanny Durrack Aquatic ah, Centre ah, because it after was her. named. She lived up the road hmm. in Stanmore, and when they redeveloped it and had an opening in, I think it was 2015, um, I met her niece and nephew. Oh
2: wow! What were they like?
1: Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah. They had. They Fanny didn't have kids. And they said she was the most wonderful auntie that used to, and used to take them to North Sydney Olympic Pool. North Sydney Olympic Pool. pool. Beautiful yeah. art
2: deco pool, yeah. Yeah,
1: that they're, have you seen?
2: They're were they rebuilding?
1: Re- redeveloping, yeah. Because yeah. I swam there.
2: It's closed at the moment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a bit, um, well, I think it did need upgrading, mm. but they're leaving all the 1930s facade, yeah. but everything else will be new.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and that's sad.
1: I went to school up the road from there. So all our swimming carnivals were held well, there. And um, mm-hmm. so you used to l- spend a lot of time, um, we sort of thought it was our pool back yeah. then, you know. Yeah, uh, you,
2: you get very protective, don't yeah. you, over over where you swim. And yeah. the, the other person celebrated here is Evelyn Willier. Yes. Who, I, I remember seeing the plaque just on the pavement that we're standing on a little yes. bit further around the coast a few yeah. years ago. And and uh, was reading about her and how she swam here and uh, she... Also competed for Australia. I think in was it 1936 or something in the in yeah. the games. And she she was a, a champ, champion swimmer, and then came back and taught. I think all the the children of Bronte to swim. I think she was teaching swimming here, wasn't yeah, she? I yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, I'm not as familiar, but there yeah. are a, a lot of these pools. You know, there was swimming lessons held there, and yeah. a lot of local kids. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And
2: it's so important to celebrate these kind of pioneering female athletes as well, isn't yeah. it, who maybe weren't, weren't given the due that they, they deserved back in the day, yes. maybe, maybe they, they just came back and they kind of went back to their normal lives, but now they'd be celebrated as kind of heroines when, when they, they came back, wouldn't they? Yeah,
1: they, they would. Um, and at Wiley's, there's, have you seen there's a fantastic statue or sculpture of Mina Wiley as you enter? Of course,
2: when you go into Wiley's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
1: apparently they've got some of her off. But well, actually, that's another connection. My mother and um grew up in Maroubra, mm-hmm. just south of Coochie and um, they they learnt to swim at Wiley's and right. my auntie Auntie Mary says that <laughs> auntie, uh, Mary. auntie Mary says they learnt from Miss Wiley. So oh, I presume Miss Wiley
2: must have been Mean Wiley. Wiley. Wow. Yeah. So she was teaching the kids how to yes. how to swim. How
1: to swim and um, she was connected to that pool for a long time yeah. and she just lived up the road. So, um, yeah, so they used to um, they used to just go... I think their older brother used to drive them from Marubra to Coogee for their swimming lessons. Wow,
2: and yeah. that's that's such a common thing, isn't it? In, in Australian society, you kind of have this, um, you know, swimming lessons and you're yeah. playing around in the pool from a young age. Everyone's yes. encouraged to go in the water, aren't they?
1: Well, they are. I think I sort of look on it because my... Sort of something that's passed down a bit more because my husband Bruce, they didn't swim as much, you know. Oh,
2: right. Yeah.
1: Um, and but I, Mum grew up at Maroubra on the beach. Her father had grown up at Bondi, and they were swimmers. They loved the water, yeah. and so wherever, um, so Mum spent her childhood in the water, and then when she got married and moved to the north side of Sydney, no that we, you know, this is back in the mid '60s. We learnt to swim. You know, when I was four, which was quite early for those yeah. that time. Um, and, um, and so, because she loves swimming, she made sure. You know, and then we were in the swimming club. And so, you know, my brother and sister and I, and then the next generation, they all swim sort of just passed on because yeah. we love it so much yeah you know?
2: and what what kind of um, made you have your love for for swimming? injuries was it from an early age or did it take you longer to kind of oh no
1: very early age yeah. i can't remember really not swimming and i um because i think i learned young because my our parents took us but um yeah i just loved the feel i'm quite a physical kid i loved swimming i love the feel of being in the water love the salt water in particular yeah. and then when we were in the swimming club a lot of lot of um pools all have a swimming club connected and they're not some are more serious than others but it is a way that you, your swimming gets better um, right. from just going every saturday morning and going in the races and there was a uh back then so this is mainly the 70s Late sixties and seventies, there was the guy that ran our pool. Like there was no lifeguards; it was just Cole.
2: Right. And Cole,
1: <laughs> Cole you know, had like leather dark skin, and um, he used to walk around in his navy speedos. Yeah. Um, just was never in a hurry. But he also uh, taught swimming and coached swimming. And we we did um, a couple of times in the holidays. We'd just do, you know. A couple of weeks of of squad not not too serious you know but you 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 know your swimming just got better from from that and um so wherever i've lived um i've connected to the local pool
2: yeah so it's like a social a social thing as well isn't it
1: yeah i think at different times like when i was younger um i used to just go and do my laps a lot more but now living in the inner west like i Walk into my local pools and I say hello, Julie, and um, and particularly the little one at Petersham. um, I go down there in the morning. um, I've got to know people, but there's you know, there's such a mixture. You know, uh, a fellow who was a refugee from Vietnam who was a bus driver in Sydney, and then there's a fellow who makes harpsichords, and then a writer. You know, all sorts of people, but. You don't... That's not really your focus. You're all just there in the morning and have got to know each other. Yeah,
2: you do, you're doing your thing, but I completely agree with you. Yeah. Where, where I go uh, normally when I'm in London for my, for my swim yeah. every day, you see the same people and you see a variety of people. Yes. And it's oddly sociable, isn't it? It there's, is, There's yes. something about being at the pool, being at the open-air pool. Yeah. yeah. You end up talking to maybe people you wouldn't meet normally. Yes, You're yes. kind of talking in the showers or you're talking when you're having a coffee after. Yes, and yeah. You yeah. see a... Yeah, different variety of people, older people and kids, and like yes. all sorts of yeah. yeah variety and very sociable yeah. kind of place, isn't it?
1: They are, and I think if you go most, you know, frequently, um, yeah. you know, they you sort of start to belong to those places, you know, and yeah. um, they're part of your yeah. day-to-day life. Um, you do see it down here too. Yeah, know, see the same
2: same, same kind same of people. people. See the same people. Yeah, and there's that social element as well. We just stood. In front of the Surf Life Saving Club here in Bronte, and most beaches in Australia have this Surf uh, Life Saving Club, yes. which is another kind of social thing, isn't it? You yes. see, like, the kids kind of doing their uh, activities where they're like learning how to life save. The, the, the Nippers the nippers Club yeah. is so cute yeah. when you see them, isn't it? Yeah. Doing their little races. Yeah. yeah,
1: my brother's two daughters were in the Nippers at, yeah. at Maroubra. At Maroubra uh, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, a lot of kids. Um, if mostly kids who live close to the beach would yeah. do that, but yeah, no, it's yeah everywhere. Yeah. There's a surf club. So, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So
2: all these things, Therese, must have then led you to think that you wanted to do the book, the memory pool, cool. yes, about you know all the influences that that kind of swimming had had on you and yes. people's different thoughts about the power of swimming. But what was it especially that made you want to do the book about swimming?
1: Um, well, you know, writing's been my, what I've done for work, you know, and I I started a blog called Swimming Pool Stories back in 2009. Yeah. So I've been writing about pools. I mean, I'm interested in them. I'm interested in the people that go to them, the history, but I also find the design and... Um, Uh, you know, the look of all of them and the different atmosphere. You know, everyone has a a different... Everyone's
2: different, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and then
1: uh, these ocean pools are all different shapes. They're not regular. Um, I just... uh, Yeah, so I find... I mean, I like photographing them too. Um, So I find them really fascinating, but I also found that often you would go to the pool and you'd have some random conversation with someone about something interesting like one day Peter some woman was telling me how she taught Serbian folk dancing or you know <laughs> um, or you know yeah. all sorts of things I'd go home and go you should have heard what I found out today yeah. you know but I think I really want to write the memory pull and write from the uh, point of view of childhood memories because I think that's where it for me that's where it started like Northridge Bars was one of the Key places in my childhood, and I'll always, it'll always be my favourite pool because of that. And so, and I knew I wasn't the only one that felt that. So, so I, you know, once you have an idea, then you start hearing, of course, uh, um, hearing someone talk about a pool. So, I, yeah, so I, I mean, that, that was the focus to, um, to interview people about a pool that was important to them. As a child, and I was interested in the pool, but also the personal story coming out as well. Um, And also, how, like, because the stories are around Australia, how each location has particular characteristics. Um, um, So, yeah, so it was. you know, there was no shortage of stories in the end.
2: Definitely. And yeah. there's, there's a wide variety in the book, isn't there, of different stories from different places and yes. people's different memories. It's really, really actually quite an interesting uh, look at, uh, at humanity, at Australian society Stra- yes. as well. yeah,
1: yeah. And I think um, that's why, yeah, we were sort of keen to get a diverse mm. age. And, you know, like, I think you've, in your book... You wrote about Monica um, Pool in Canberra. Just,
2: exactly, just Monica, how, yeah. yeah,
1: That was very, you know, that was the when Parliament House was being built and when, it, you know, yeah. the Australia's capital was actually being established there.
2: Yeah, and no, no one wanted to live in Canberra because it was so far from the coast. Yes, and yes. they had to petition the the um, government to build them a pool because mm. there was nowhere to swim. Everyone yes. wanted to swim. They were yeah. trying to trying to go in the river and it wasn't really working so no, no. they had to petition yeah petition the government yeah. didn't they to get monica pool yes. built but it was a very nice art deco pool yes. very historic and yes. yeah it kind of looks like you're stepping back in time when it you does, when you go yeah. there
1: it's got that very sort of canberra yes um, i think there was a federation capital architecture yeah. style and yeah exactly yeah. federation
2: style yeah yes. yeah so
1: um I think originally it was just called The Swimming Pool because it was the only the one. The only but, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking also about um, when you said you were doing a new book on parks. Yeah. I suddenly thought, oh, Bronte, Bronte Park. Um, my, I remembered because my father's family, um, my, his my auntie Ellen, another auntie, told me the story of that. Great that
2: auntie names, the, auntie, auntie Mary, auntie, auntie Ellen. Mary, yes. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's walk in. So we're on the edge of Bronte Park. So let's yes, walk walk on in and let's yes. talk about that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I I remembered that, and I actually brought a photo that um, my um, dad's cousins hmm. all lived. Sort of um, around here. Oh, and his sister told me that when they were kids, they used to, they they lived sort of more west and mm. not far from where I am now. They used to get on the tram oh, and get yeah. the tram That's to tram. Central, and yeah. then from Central, they'd get the tram which way? To go, of, Let's yep. go up here, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Get the tram to, the to, um, to Bronte. It used to come in. Well, somewhere, but there, there used the to be... Bu-
2: is it where the buses stop down here? Yeah,
1: I'm not sure, where yeah. it, but it, the tram used to come down here and they would meet their cousins, they'd get one of these
2: yeah picnic. these like gaze- picnic gazebo things, yes. which you see a lot in parks in Australia, don't you with yeah. kind of benches under a roof
1: and they uh, I just oh uh, wow, so uh, this they- is
2: incredible, Teresa. we've got a photo of them under yeah. the the actual gazebo that we can see over here
1: yeah, wow. so there they all are there's another one she did, my auntie Ellen just died recently, but
2: oh, I'm sorry to that's hear all it. right,
1: but there they are too. That oh, one. Fantastic. See, wow. that's the hill. Up that's the, the hill,
2: exactly. So the park kind yeah. of yeah goes upwards into a yeah. hill. Yeah.
1: So they all look like they've been running around. That's my dad, John. That's
2: your dad, right? Yeah.
1: So this, this would is have been incredible. what
2: year what year are these from?
1: This is sort of maybe about 1935 or something 35, like that. 1935. Uh, yeah. They all
2: look very dapper, don't yeah. they in their suits and dresses. They very, do, they look very sort well of dressed up. Out. But
1: that's um
2: And then is this is this from the it looks more like the 50s or something.
1: No, though, no, it? I think that because my dad looks younger. He was born in 1926, so the same year. Oh, as so that's the 30s. Right, yeah, of course.
2: So, yeah, same um, as
1: the queen. so that's but it is they've sort of been done yeah. up but
2: well this is that you can see the white the white fences at the back they've yes. got the same kind of you know fences yeah. you'd have at a race course or something and these yeah, yes. yeah these these gazebos where people often it. have children's Touch, parties um,
1: ties and shirts
2: and ties. ties sunday best isn't it yeah so I wonder what occasion this was. It looks like it was maybe a special occasion. Might it? have
1: been someone's birthday. Someone's um, birthday,
2: yeah. a christening maybe or something.
1: And maybe if it was a Saturday afternoon, the men might have worked in the morning or right, something like that. Right, right, right. But um, um, I'm pretty sure that's my grandfather James.
2: In the middle there, yeah. yeah.
1: But they, um, but what Auntie Ellen also told me is when they they get they yeah they all gather in one of the. Um, picnic table booths (laughs) and then they'd swim in the bogey hole right and the boat so the bogey hole
2: is where the rocks are over here isn't it yeah yeah right right.
1: and she said it was lovely the water would just gush over um and um yeah so that's what they used to do but they would have come here not just in winter time they probably didn't swim yeah but um yeah, so... Um, I,
2: That's I, a fantastic memory. Did
1: I, did, actually, I, I, um, I'd written this and I found it. It was like at, at a family reunion. Yeah. Um, of My father's family, yeah. the Moylans, because they were, they were Moyl- right. Moylans. Are they
2: Irish as well? Irish. They're, They're all <laughs> Irish. <laughs> my mother's family
1: Irish. were curtains. <laughs> right. Um, Where
2: were they from in Ireland? Do you remember?
1: Uh, the Spruans are from... I think Kilkenny. Kilkenny. And then the curtains were from, uh, they moved around because they were either policemen or publicans right, or something right. like, I think um, Tipperary and I can't remember the other place. But they, they were at this family reunion, they were all the dad's relatives were passing around these small black and white photos with the white border and, um, and then you know, a few of them came up and they went. That's Bronte. You know, yeah. we all we all used to go to Bronte, um, and and it was that one. They're all gathered around a picnic table in the in the park beside the beach. Um, so um, yeah, so I think it was somewhere. It was a real picnic place, and it still
2: definitely still is. Yeah, yeah, when you come in summer, everyone's having picnics. And yeah, I'm not sure if barbecues are allowed, but it's certainly. Yeah, a place where people come for you know, parties and lunches. Yes. And that's why this is one of my favourite parks, because you have, you've got the park and then you've got the beach, beach. and the water. It's yes. just yes. everything's perfect. It's very, very beautiful. Yes. Nice setting. Yes. Um, and the, ki- the kids can just about go in the water. Some of the beaches are a little bit... The water's a little bit rough.
1: This one's rough.
2: It's a little bit. Ta- Tamar's even worse, isn't it? Like yeah. I, I love Tamar, but it's it
1: get get very like choppy. That's why people like the pool. Yeah, the pool and
2: the bogey hole. It's, the bogey yeah, hole. So. And
1: when the bogey hole's low tide, all the it's like a little kid's pool. Yeah. You know, they yeah. all the little kids can. It's quite safe.
2: It is. But isn't at it? high
1: tide, it almost disappears.
2: Yeah. The tides yeah. are re- really changeable. And you can see even now. There's lots of surfers coming, coming in. Very impressive. I I love to surf, but I'm not as good as. Uh, not as good as these guys. Yeah.
1: Now Bronte is uh, Bondi is actually the most, you know, nicest beach to body surf or it doesn't. It can get rough, but nothing like yeah. this. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's very windy Bondi though, isn't it? Very, very kind of open.
1: It is open, but uh, yeah, you'd you know it can be quite calm. It's it's it must face a different direction yeah. to um, yeah. Bronte. Bronte is is notoriously rough and yeah yeah
2: so uh, you have to be careful exercise caution definitely yeah well that's incredible to hear about those family memories of uh of bronte yeah
1: um
2: and then you guys you guys moved um i mean you don't you don't live so near the sea now you're in a west
1: yes yes
2: um but but i mean that means that it's it's good to have those those pools because you're not so near near the sea obviously there's lots of pools and actually a lot of them are in parks in Sydney, aren't they? Like well,
1: the one Prince I... Prince Alfred and Prince a Alfred, few others, yeah. isn't there in parks. Well, the one oh. I swim in, oh. Petersham, is in Petersham Park. Is
2: in Petersham Park, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, so the parks and pools kind of go together, don't they? They
1: do, and they're not... Like, when you're swimming at Petersham, you're just looking at all the beautiful trees in the in the park, yeah. you know? So, I'll have to check
2: that one out. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: a it's a seasonal one. It's closed.
2: Oh, is it closed at the moment? Yeah. yeah.
1: But, yeah, it's, it's a really... It's not a serious swimmer's pool it's yeah. just a pretty chilled um, really? place yeah
2: yeah everything has a different well we were talking about that different yes. vibes different pools yes yes um and I don't know I don't know about you uh Therese I really love I always pronounce his name wrong so correct me if I'm wrong but uh Christos Sol- Solkus Christos Solkus yes. yes I think he's a great writer one of my favorite Australian writers yes. and he writes a lot about swimming as well doesn't he and he does Barracuda and yes. the slap which is one of my favourite Australian novels. It's yes. a lot about swimming and
1: just yes. yeah. sort
2: of formative homosexual experiences in the pool, pool. as well. Yes. Yes. Very interesting uh, how he writes about swimming, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think he's really, because he grew up in a sort of migrant working class family, mm. he he just, he doesn't, he has a thing about backyard pools. He likes more yeah. of the, thinks they're very elitist, yes. you know? Um, um, but, um, yeah, I... I think i tried to get him for my book because he he does have a strong connection with with swimming yeah. and and pools and has an yeah. interesting um you know take on on how they formed him mm. too so. yeah.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/host. Uh, he
2: had yeah. a lot of yeah, a lot of personal experiences there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had I, I don't know if you um I saw it, but they um, had uh, the Australian pavilion at the Venice. Yes, yes. Architecture we Biennale. Went. Yes, right. So yeah, so talk, yeah I, I I loved it too. So what? What? Yeah. Were your, tell, tell people about what it what it was and what you thought about it.
1: Well. I, actually, I was involved in it in a small way. Were it was, you? Yeah, Amazing. More with the, um, the book yeah. that was produced. Yeah. Um, it was Australia's exhibition at mm-hmm. the 2016 Venice yeah. Architecture Biennale. Yeah. was called The Pool. Yeah. And it was sort of exploring the pool in Australian culture and Australian life. But they, they built a pool. In the pavilion, they did. It was
2: fantastic. I remember paddling around. Yes, you could yes. you could take your shoes off and go for a yeah, paddle. Yeah. yeah,
1: So the two architects, um, Isabel Tolland and Amelia um, Holiday, they worked with uh, Michelle Tabet, who, uh, um, who's a urban planner, and um, they anyway they found my blog and they were looking for. A sort of They got
2: in touch with you, yeah. yeah. Some
1: contributions to the book because they produced a fantastic book, mm. um, and then they had some um, some uh, a, a sort of uh, broadsheet that people could pick up. Um, yeah. But yeah, it sort of you, it was also sound. You know, you could there sit was, and listen to Ian Thorpe or Ian
2: Thorpe Shangles. Sh- yeah, and I think there was also uh, was it Anna Funder maybe? Anna Funder, another yes, writer who I yes, really, really, really yes, rate, and yeah. uh, I think Christos as well. Maybe did a. Yes. Section. They were yes. all talking about their, their impressions. The, Paul Kelly, yeah. yeah there was yeah. lots of re- lots of different writers kind of talking about. Yeah,
1: there does seem to be that um, um, connection with um, creative people and um, swimming and, mm. and water, because Shane Gould, um, she's just recently done completed her PhD on the culture of swimming in Australia.
2: Oh, that's something that I need to read.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, she's. Um, and she did two masters degrees. <laughs> One was on sort of art and swimming, I think too. Um, so she's she's a high achiever, Shane. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then she did Survivor yeah. too. Oh but, right. Uh, won it. Um, yeah. Oh right. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So. Very talented. Yes. Yes, she is, but very yeah. down to earth too. Ah. So. Um,
2: but okay. yeah, that was a gr- that was a great exhibition, wasn't it? A great,
1: yes, great kind yeah. of
2: showcase of what it means to be Australian in different ways. I thought they I thought they really really nailed that.
1: They did, and it was very atmospheric, just sort of sitting there, yeah. um, dangling your feet yeah. in the pool. Very uh, yeah, very pleasant. Yeah, no, it was good. Now, well, I think I was saying to you before that we were um, talking about me living sort of away from the sea, mm. but I was saying that during lock, we had two lockdowns last Course. year and all our local pools closed and so um, we could go 10 kilometres um, and Wiley's Baths was 10 kilometres yeah. so my niece who lives in Coogee we started going and I'd never, I swim all year round in our local pools that are heated um, they're outdoors but heated but I'd never really been a, all, you know, swimming in the sea all year round but I got a taste for it, and, yeah. and actually, we had a bad summer, but we had a lovely winter. We had beautiful sunshine in winter, and um, and it was they had this policy of swim and go, so you just, you know, you couldn't hang around and sit in the sun, and and because it was winter, not too many people came. And the surprising thing about Wally's it's it's fifty yards apparently, but the surprising thing is that, you know. You don't normally crash in... There's no lanes, but you don't crash into other swimmers. You have to look up, you yeah. know. Um, but it became just this wonderful thing that to do. Yeah. Um, and it is a bit euphoric swimming in, in cold water. For
2: sure. You get that buzz off it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah.
1: Once you get... you, I remember you have to wear a cap. And I remember, you know, I often used to have to do a couple of laps with my head up and then I'd get going. Um... But, yeah, that was a lovely thing to be able to do, and it sort of i 've got this connection with that place yeah. now so yeah, yeah it's a very
2: it 's a very special place yeah, we were talking about it, weren't we for anyone that doesn 't yeah. know wiley 's it's it 's very, very cool, kind of a wooden structure sort of on the cliffs, and then you kind of walk down to the pool and yes it looks very, very historic, and the yeah the pool's very big, actually, the last yeah. time I went there trees, it was um Blue bottle season, oh, no. and they were all coming over the oh, edge, no. and the lifeguards were furiously trying to get the blue bottles, for um, they—they yeah. jellyfish, right? Maybe jelly. Kind of, uh, jelly, maybe well, sort of related to jellyfish. I'm not like sure, that. but yeah. jelly, a
1: lot of jellyfish. Just we used to have jellyfish in Northbridge bars, yeah. but they didn't sting. Yeah, but these are these stingers. stingers. Yeah, yes, exactly. And the, so. the
2: lifeguards were trying to
1: oh, no. trying to get them
2: out. It was <laughs> it was like being in a computer game. You had to kind of duck and dive to oh, try and avoid yes, them. Yeah. So. Yeah, a bit yeah. of a different experience.
1: Yeah, well, the, the nice thing about the pool is, too, is that it's got an um, uneven bottom. So it's mm. sort of like you you can look down, swim and look at fish, and yeah. um, whereas some of the ones with the more um, concrete bottom don't have as much sea life in it. So, um, yeah. yeah, but it's a beautiful spot. It yeah. is a
2: beautiful spot. It yes. is a beautiful yes. spot. just
1: except don't go there when they've got blue bottles no,
2: blue bottle season is not the time to go no, there but yeah everyone everyone that's not been to uh, been to Wiley's in, in Coogee should certainly uh, certainly check it out and McIver's we were talking about as well is the one uh, that I've never been to and will never be allowed to go to because it's uh, female only
1: female only yeah. yes I think at different times there's been a few um, people sort of trying to get it sort of not just for women but don 't think I think now they 've realized that there's there 's four ocean pools in Kuji um, and yep. you know just to have one is absolutely fine and um, yeah it is a, quite a beautiful place you um, there 's a there was a book released about it last year called the women 's pool
2: yes I saw that book yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: so I had a, a very short piece in there but mm. it you do sometimes feel like you 've <clears throat> sort of cocooned in that pool mm. it is quite um, it's quite lovely, and it doesn't get quite as rough at high tide as yeah. Wally. So, um, and
2: do you think it's quite nice to have that kind of female-only space? Oh, do you think definitely. A, a, lot, of, a yeah. lot of women are, are kind of uh, attracted to that uh, that side of it. Yeah. Oh,
1: definitely. And I think um, one of the people I interviewed in my book is Yusra Met Wally, a young mm. Muslim woman, and she sort of uh, she's you know she grew up in Australia and as a little kid learned to swim. But then when she started wearing the hijab, you know, she stopped um, swimming because she didn't, that was the early um, burkinis and she didn't like them. Yeah. But then she's come back to swimming and she's, she formed this group called Swim Sisters that encourages Muslim women and any woman um, to learn to swim. Oh, great. Yeah, so she's got... Yeah. They run swimming lessons out at Auburn Pool. Um, so
2: important to learn to swim. And we, yeah. we, we've we kind of been talking as if everyone knows how to swim. <laughs> swim and it's, yes. it's not the case. No. Lots of people aren't taught. And I, I feel like it's really important that everyone gets the chance to, to learn. Yes. Right? could save your life.
1: Yeah, so... And I know for her that the she and all her pals love going to the women's pool. And she went there... Yeah. She's got a three-year-old son, and just before he was born, she went there to try and encourage ah. him to start. And I think he, he was born that night. So, oh wow! Yeah. So MacIver's
2: had a had a sort of formative experience yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Oh, people write about it. Like yeah. they, it really, um, you know, has a sort of powerful effect on a, a lot of people that go there because yeah. it is quite a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. But I think you, you know, coming back to swimming lessons. I think um back in my father's day you know you were lucky if you you did learn and there's a link again with a park because um, his uncle and aunt I think they're either caretakers or he was a gardener at the botanic gardens in the right. city um where
2: Andrew Boychelton yes yeah, this, yeah
1: yeah and um whether It might have been, it was either the Botanic Gardens or the Domain, but we've got a beautiful, they lived in one of the, it's a little stone cottage that's oh, still beautiful. there. Oh, yeah. um, And when Dad was 10, he went in from his home in Campsy, which is um, sort of inner west now, but was western suburbs, and stayed with them for a week to learn to swim at Boycharton Charlton Pool when yeah. it was a tidal pool. That
2: was a tidal pool, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: But he used to, we, because we always thought Dad was a terrible swimmer, and <laughs> we used to say, tell us about your swimming lessons. And he'd go, well, you know, the teacher would say, okay, jump in, sunny and get to there. So I'd jump in and thrash about yeah. and eventually get to there. But he said after a week of the lessons, he went to a new school and they were having a um, swimming carnival. And he thought, oh, I'll go in this. He said he was swimming along, and finally he felt this tap on his shoulder saying, listen, Sonny, we've got other races to swim today. Because he wasn't making much progress, you know. So I think if you go to any pool around Australia, you see very odd styles. Because a lot of people, they may have learnt once, and, and a lot of people back then... You know, it was yeah. just jump in and get see there. See what happens.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you Even today, you see some very eccentric. You do very yes. exce- You see people. You're like, what stroke is that? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very, very strange. And yeah. incidentally, I didn't know. I saw on on the the new memorial that they've got here. It says the the front crawl began in Bronte. Apparently, that was the well, first I think
1: it was the, Australian oh, crawl. Yeah. I can't. What's his name? Um, mm. He was um, from Polynesia. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll have to remember his name. Yeah,
2: I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll put it on the details.
1: I think it was the first sort of display of it. Yeah, Um, I think he in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. All these historical things, though, are sometimes hard to verify. You, yeah,
2: right? well, and I, I know full well, like, yes. when, when you listen to Australians, they they really are storytellers, aren't they? Yeah. You, you go to the RSL and someone's yeah. telling you a story, and you don't quite know yes. if what they're telling you is true. True, Yeah. Especially as a Brit in yes. Australia, people are telling me things, and I'm like, Hold on, Is this actually true? Yes. <laughs> you, never, you never really you like get a pint in them and then they're yes, they're off, yes, aren't they? Yes, so they're pulling yeah, pulling your leg. Yeah, pulling yeah. yeah, pull yeah. pull your leg half the time. So yes. have to be careful You're of that. Not
1: getting too cold there, Chris. It, I,
2: it's the sun is going down. Uh, it is getting a little bit cold, mm, and I am I am dressed, dressed for dressed my swim. Yeah, and I think. Saying that as well, I probably should put a t shirt on. Yeah. And I think we'll we'll probably wrap this up. Yes. But before we do, Therese, I've yes. brought you a little gift, which I thought you might like. So let Aww. me just let me get this out. Um this is as a thank you for coming to coming to talk to me. Because we've we've been sort of talking a little bit before, haven't we? When when yes. I've been in England and you've been yes. in Australia. So I've already always enjoyed. So I've got you this. So Oh wow. So That's- it,
1: I've always wanted one of these, Chris.
2: It's a beach towel Towel. with... Bondi icebergs. Bondi Bondi icebergs icebergs
1: on it. It's a beautiful towel. even there. Have you been to Bondi I Icebergs? Yeah. I have. I have been to That Icebergs. is the scene there. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. very,
2: you know, everyone takes their Insta photo when, yes. they, when they've been to Bondi there. Yeah. So.
1: And there's still a lot of old guys sitting around exactly. getting sunburned. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> well, in return, mine is nowhere near.
2: Have you brought me some? This is, the, this is my favourite part of the podcast. I think we should do this in every episode. Oh,
1: I have to find where they... They're not it's nowhere near as impressive, but I just I sort of collect postcards of pools oh, and great. and yeah. I thought I found this sort of this is the diving tower at the Canberra oh, Olympic wow. pool. That's and beautiful. that was built in the late fifty. no, about fifty two I yeah. think. And it actually by by the architect was this I think his first name's John Sulman. Hmm. And I think... And so he he became um, a very well-known architect in yeah. Australia. And I thought I'd keep it on Diving Towers. Yeah. This one's out in Western Sydney oh, at the Liverpool Memorial. Really, Liverpool
2: Pool, yeah. And
1: there's a whole other story. Like, the ocean pools are lovely, but in places away from the coast, mm. the local pool, chlorine pool, yeah. plays a huge role. Absolutely, And yeah. that's back in the 60s when... As they said, there was no occupational health and safety. So, you know, someone dived off the top and some, you know, there might there's have been a so few many accidents. P-
2: so there's a picture of the diving tower here in Liverpool. There's so many people on yes. that diving tower. Yeah. And there's so many people just... I, I doubt anyone's got um, sunblock on as well, probably if it was the 60s. No, they've they, probably they would, got... Wouldn't um, be bothering, would they?
1: What, you, what they used to wear, um, coconut oil. Coconut oil. <laughs> to yeah, <laughs> cook you, wouldn't that yes.
2: Oh, I love these! Thank you so much, Therese. These That's are these all right. are beautiful. That the Canberra one looks so so nice, yeah. And that Liverpool one as well. They're going to go. It's,
1: it's not it, Liverpool one is R I P. It's gone. Oh,
2: that one's gone, gone. But is the is the Canberra That's one still, still around? Oh,
1: yes, but amazing. I think um, it needs. Yeah, it's still around that one. I'm That's not sure whether a TLC. the it, um, whether the Diving, t- yeah, it's still operational. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, amazing, so, amazing. Yeah.
2: These are going to go up in my kitchen. Yes. a place. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Therese That's, and
1: thank you, Chris. Oh, it's it's been, been lovely to meet you. Yeah. I'm
2: so glad. Yeah, it's yeah. it's strange, isn't it? We've been corresponding, we've yeah, finally met, and um yeah, it's been lovely to talk. And uh, it's so great to hear your stories. I can't believe we've seen. You know, the, the photo of this actual place where your family were in Bronte Park all those years ago. And, yes. Yeah, heard all those all those stories and those memories. It's been, yeah. been fantastic. Thank you so much, Theresa. I really appreciate it. Thank you, it. Chris. Thank you. Thank That's you. It's a
1: pleasure.
2: I hope you enjoyed that episode of Park Date. Um, There's lots more where that came from, and there'll be more in the future as well. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review, Um, good or bad. Make them funny. I'll be reading out the best ones, and there'll be a prize for the one that makes me laugh the most. Name-check some trees in your reviews and leave them wherever you get your podcasts from. Check out our website parkdate.co.uk, and um, if you see me walking around in a park, come and say hello. I think that was the sound of someone sneezing. Um, yes, thank you. Bye bye. Coming up on the next edition of Park Date, I go to Tesco's and try all their peanut butters. but well, you can hear me now. We're going to Tesco's. Yeah. Bit. Okay, that one's quite nice. Let's another one. Um, smooth. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tesco's. See ya.